This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You've heard of double-decker buses. Well, today uh, in um, question period in the provincial legislature, uh, BC United leader Kevin Falcon referred to uh, or brought up a new term called double-decker portables. He was, of course, referring to the significant amount of portables that you see in Surrey. It's a community with over 600,000-plus residents, growing by uh, up to 1,500 new residents per month. It's expected to surpass the population of Vancouver in very short order, but there's a problem with all that growth. Uh, Surrey is heading towards 400 portables in that district, and of course communities do add portables uh, to their respective schools, but in the case of Surrey, they're now talking about stacking portables, if you can believe. Joining me now to talk a little bit about this growth and some of the challenges uh, is Linda Anna. She's a Surrey First City Councillor in Surrey. Linda, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Jazz. You're a municipal councillor. Education is a provincial issue. Why are you so concerned about this issue? Well, it's really a three-way partnership. Uh, The city has a part to play in it. Obviously, the school board does and the provincial government. As a city councillor, I am calling on the province to work much more closely with the city and with uh, the school district. Having 400 portables in our city just isn't on, and we know that we've got about 2,500 more children coming to our school system each and every year, which is at least a two or three schools, and we're not keeping up, and we need to do a better job. Shouldn't the, the onus be on the provincial government just to build more schools right now rather than um, you know the municipal council having to worry about all of these issues? Absolutely. The uh, provincial government needs to be building much more schools in Surrey. We're being left behind. We know that Surrey is uh, the home to many, many young families, and we just don't have the schools uh, that we should have. Our portable count is going up each and every year. We're not keeping up with the growth, and we need to be looking at innovative ways so that we can address this shortage uh, you know, it takes up to five years to get a school built. Yeah, so when you say innovative ways, how do you, how does the provincial government work with the municipal government? Because your job generally is community centres, approval for housing, um, uh, those types of things. How would the municipal government uh, help in regards to uh, schooling and, and getting schools built, or at least reducing the amount of portables that are there? Well, in a couple of ways. First of all, we have to do better forecasting in terms of knowing the number of children that are going to be our school going into our schools and that's a job of both the the city and the provincial government we also need to be working with developers and i'll just point to a specific area we've got the sky train going in down fraser highway we know there's going to be you know hundreds of thousands of people moving in there with many with children and we need to be working perhaps with developers using you know part of their um their complexes for schools that are um, perhaps in their podium, so they're actually part of the um, condominium complexes. So uh, you're saying as they're building that you would recommend that they A, either build the schools themselves within these condominium complexes, or or is this a case of they supply some of those dollars that would go to build um, schools for specific subdivisions? Well, each developer, when they're building, you know, multi 
scale developments uh, pays a community amenity charge to the city. And I'm suggesting perhaps in lieu of that, they provide the space for a school. And that can be part of the overall uh, condominium complex. Great way for you know families to just be able to go down the elevator and take your children to school. Is that the is that the problem though? Just a lack of land, Surrey still has a lot of land that you could find for schools. Is that what you think has been hindering Surrey that the, the provincial government can't find land? Well, no, it's creativity and it's getting out ahead and not waiting till the residents move into the area and then building the school. We need to be more proactive. We need to have the schools ready so that when the families move to Surrey, their children have a place to go to school. Um, is this not a um, a deeper um, uh, issue. And what I mean by that is that Surrey is right now in the midst of this whole Surrey policing conversation. It's been going on for a long time, which you know very well. Surrey, even after, whether it's RCMP or Surrey Police Service, at the end of the day, you still do not have enough police officers in Surrey for, for the size of your community compared to, let's say, Vancouver. Now, Vancouver is unique in the sense that it's, it's got the downtown east side, it's got downtown Vancouver, but essentially communities in regards to population similar in size, but you have significantly less police. You also have a community that's fast-growing in Surrey. You it has significantly less hospitals compared to uh, Vancouver as well. Isn't this a greater commentary? And then, and now when you get to schools, isn't this a greater commentary that you know the the Surrey elected officials, and I mean municipally, but provincially especially as MLAs, that's mostly NDP out there, that they have not been lobbying hard enough for greater dollars and more of these schools being built. And that's not an NDP complaint here. I think you could say the same thing about BC Liberals when they were in as well. That for some reason, Surrey collectively as a community, its elected class, whatever it may be, its business community, does not lobby hard enough with the provincial government to not only build in that community, but build fast enough. Jazz, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, our transit is absolutely horrific here in Surrey. Uh, we don't have, we've got one hospital arguably in Surrey and we've got one that is coming at some time down the road and it's not, not a big hospital. It doesn't serve the size of a city of Surrey. Um, we're lacking in schools. You know, we aren't getting what we should be getting from the provincial government. And I think as a city councillor and, you know, uh, as all elected officials serving the city of Surrey, we need to be advocating much louder to get our fair share. We're it's, long overdue. It's it's fascinating to me, Linda. I had um, the chair of the Vancouver School Board on on yesterday. Uh, I had uh, Jen Yugama, who is um, a pack chair of Ideal Mini School, a school with only about 100 or so students. Uh, and that program in Vancouver is going to be moved to Churchill Secondary with 2,000 students. Um, the environment is better in a much smaller, um, a smaller school for those kids, according to the parents. Uh, Vancouver, uh, according to uh, Ms. Jung, uh, in, uh, since 1998 has been seeing a slow, slowly losing students to the point the debate now is, are they trying to A, uh, maximize the land that they have for renting it out to other groups? Or are they trying to sell some of these properties as well? Yet in Surrey, as you say, is it 2,500 2, students a year that you're growing by now? It's an exact 180-degree turn from where Vancouver is in regards to growth. It is absolutely, and we need to be getting creative. You know, uh, We need to be looking at building multiple school sites at a time Certainly, it's much less expensive if you can build multiple schools at one time in terms of, you know, efficiencies with uh, with the tradespeople, so, you know, getting 
supplies and all of that. And we need to be thinking out of the box because we need to resolve this problem. The, the kids in Surrey don't deserve to be in portables from grade 1 through to grade 12. That shouldn't be acceptable, and it, it's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Linda, thank you so much for your time. Before you go, I do have to ask you, uh, any uh, thoughts on what's going to happen with the Surrey policing decision on Friday in your mind? Any intel that you may have gathered? Well, I just will be glad when this is over, when we finally have made a decision or the provincial government has made a decision and we can move forward, move off this uh, topic and get down to doing other things that we need to be doing here in Surrey, like advocating for more schools and transit and hospitals. <laughs> Linda, thanks for your time. My pleasure.